अबाउट ग्रिट एंड ग्रेस इज समथिंग दैट आई फील वी नीड बोथ विद बैलेंस इन आवर लाइफ बट वेर एज हाउ आई वॉज इंट्रोड्यूस टू ग्रेस एंड इज समथिंग दैट आई विल बी टेलिंग यू जस्ट लिटल बिट अबाउट इट सो यू नो दिस दिस करेज एंड दिस फाइटिंग स्पिरिट इज समथिंग दैट आई हैव कॉन्स्टेंटली अप्लाइड फॉर ट्वेंटी सेवन ईयर्स ऑफ माई लाइफ एंड it was it was something that i needed to survive because of the choices that i've made because of the things that i do uh, all of these things um but very recently in uh, 2017 is when i was introduced to grace in my life and that made me realize that it doesn't need much of uh, a lot of things to um find that or to be introduced to that grace which is already present in us uh, all together because uh, it's about finding the balance one is going to tell you to fight and not leave it and the other one is going to tell you to let it go it's okay so to have like a balance between the two is something that i struggled earlier and now i'm um since i was very recently introduced to this very part which is grace and now i'm kind of finding the balance between the two and um uh coming in terms with letting go aspect coming in terms with not complicating a lot of things and simplifying it uh which is Uh, which is very graceful in its very being um, at the same time having that spirit alive still somewhere because you might need it uh, anytime you know um, so yeah this is something that about the grit and grace is what i feel welcome to shruti out loud a podcast where i invite guests from different walks of life to share their stories of following their passion success and happiness which in turn motivates our listeners to follow their heart hello and welcome to another episode on shruti outlook podcast so as you all know we have dedicated the month of march to women we are celebrating women we are talking to women we are talking about women so it's all about the feminine power um and as you all must know that uh, i have named this series grit and grace because you know that's what women bring and that's what uh, all our episodes are really about so let's talk to our today's guest and let me tell you a little bit about how we are going to take this episode ahead so um as you know that you know uh, here we are celebrating women who embody the perfect blend of strength perseverance and resilience along with poise refinement and elegance um and today we have an absolute rock star with us a multidisciplinary artist who's been making her mark in the creative industry for over 12 years she is a freelance graphic designer illustrator a mural artist with a passion for belly dance that she has been teaching for over 8 years and if that wasn't enough she is also the founder of the amusement flow a practice that helps people channel their inner power and connect with their center through intuitive movement so buckle up and get ready for a fun and insightful ride as we explore her journey as a creative woman and how she uses both grit and grace to create magic 
Welcome to our today's episode, Shikha. Thank you so much. So uh, for our audience, I just want to let you know that, you know, I have been talking to Shikha for quite a few months and, you know, we have been talking about how we have to bring her on board, how we have to talk to her. But somehow, you know, things were really not just uh, falling in place. And I think uh, it was for this reason, Shikha. What do you think about it? That, you know, there's a reason behind all the delays and everything. And here you are on this series. I think everything can wait and be in its own time when it has to happen. And I think this is the right time. And I feel ready right now, even more than I I felt ready back then when we were speaking earlier. So yes, divine time it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that because, you know, um, like we would talk and we would decide, okay, you know, let's record, let's do this. We'll do studio recording. We'll record here. We'll record there. But I think it everything was somehow bringing us to this moment and to make this episode happen at this time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm very grateful that it's happening in this time, you know, um, as I said, that I feel a little bit more ready uh, to speak about my journey than I was earlier. Absolutely. So without any delays, and, you know, I'm very curious to... Uh, ask you all these questions that I have written for you and to know more about your journey and what really uh, brought you here. So uh, Shika, you are a multidisciplinary artist with experience in graphic design, illustration, mural art and belly dance. So how do these different forms of expression influence your work and inspire your creativity? Because you know, when we talk to you, you ooze out <laughs> creativity. So yeah, let's just go there and let you answer the question okay so now this is like there are too many things here so i see it as that i have like um different identities and uh these different identities have their um different form of expressions let's say some like art and then some have works with paint, some work with mixed media, some likes to dance. So uh, it's a little complicated to understand, but this is how I'm going to explain it. Where let's say ABCD, this is all me, we meet midway through me. And, um, and all of them have different needs of expression. And, um, and each of them is very important. You know, not that one is more and the other one is less and whatever, all of these things. It isn't like that. So um, as I was a kid, it was the dance for me only, which was going, you know, exploring different, different things in terms of dance. And then as I, I was growing up, then art came in, in my being and I was exploring art, only art. Then came um, the college aspect where both the things were running parallelly, where I was pursuing fine arts. And at the same time, I was training for belly dancing. You know, that's how it started back in 2012. So both the things were running very parallelly for me. And both the things were feeding me to a level where I needed both the things to happen. And I couldn't uh, really choose one thing, you know. Uh, and I was okay with the struggle too, because it was hard for me to kind of manage both the things because there was hardly, I used to get any sleep back then. So, uh, but I was ready for that kind of life that I wanted uh, and was fulfilling me to a different level. And I didn't know what it was back then. 
um so that happened and then eventually once i was uh, somewhere in between i had to make few choices of just going up and low with what i want to do in that very phase and then teaching happened at the same time using uh, the very wall art aspect to take freelance projects at the same time so so as i was exploring all of these things i figured that they all are necessary to me they these are the things that i need to fulfill my expression you know because say like movement for one day would work for me great in terms of my expression the other day movement isn't helping me at, as much you know then then the art aspect comes where i use i illustrate um and then the third day maybe it's just the paints and the hands and the mixed media that i want to work with you know uh then that aspect comes in 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 being so until unless i explore all of these things i wouldn't know what's working for me today because that is something that you need to figure out for yourself and it's going to be different for each day that is also something that i developed and learned over time that not every day i would want to dance not every day that dance would feed me like it was yesterday you know then uh, so it's because also i am into different things so i know uh, how to switch from one to another it's like a game that i keep playing and exploring and finding that child in me back again through different mediums to uh, fulfill the creative aspect that uh, i feel that i have inside me and um, and that leads to um that leads to the the release of the suppression aspect uh which is so much there inside me you know um because for 27 years i have felt numb inside the body let's say um even though i was in the expressive arts i have still not felt expressing through the arts you see um because this body just knew how to shut itself you see and not and then everything was about imitating i was doing all of these things but i was still imitating and not feeling it right. you see um so so that's why it was just switching from one to another switching from one to another seeing what's working not working blah 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 all of these things but this all of these things of suppression emotions numbingness that came out of the very fact which was a uh, reflection once i thought about it um as to why do i have these many things that i keep want to keep going in it you know and then if i don't serve these different identities as i said then there's an urge there's an urge that that um that leads me to uh that constantly keeps telling me that okay this is something that you have to create this is something that you have to do right now so that urge is something that leads me to uh the the release of uh, my own creativity through those different mediums and if i don't fulfill then i'm restless i'm very restless so this is how i got to know for myself that these are the things that i am gifted with uh and i need to honor it 
so i need to have separate time separate uh, need to know rather what's working for me in which time frame you see and it all comes with exploration it all comes with uh, spending time with the craft if you don't spend time with the craft you will never know you know you you might do it but still you will not know as to is it something that you are really emoting is it something that you are really expressing so so all of these things came a lot later in terms of uh, um, expression uh, in terms of realization um but this is how it serves me creatively all together so it's about basically just going with the flow as in um, help me understand this a little that a lot of times what happens is that you know you set your schedules because you want to sort of you know keep exploring that creativity in you and you set aside a particular time or day or whatsoever that okay you know at this time i'll do this but then you are not re really listening to your heart you are not really listening to the creativity that is inside you so what would be your take about this that is should it be more about sticking to the schedules or should it be more about you know going with the flow and letting yourself get immersed in the creativity okay so this is a very subjective question um because it might depend on person to person what really works for them uh maybe a structure works for them to start with to tap into that flow that they have of their own maybe no structure works for them and it just is it is just about going with the flow and seeing um what where it leads you you see so so it depends on what works for that individual i can say uh, say about me what works for me mm -hmm. in case yeah but i won't be able to say it for other people because it might be very right. different for them ki if you have to tap into your creativity what is that process for you it might be very different for me it might be very different for you you see so for me yeah. for me it has shifted like that you know uh, uh -huh. to a point to a point where i had to while i was starting to find the creative aspect of me inside back uh which was in 2017 i had to make a structure for myself to give myself a direction that this is where i'm headed this is where uh what i need to do to find that love back or the fun back which leads me to my creativity so this is how it started for me when i had to find it again for myself but eventually i while i was in it i didn't have to structure it it just was flowing then and it was just coming that structure or that flow was coming to me on its own as to how to go from one to another and then next day one to another so then it it uh, went like this for me and now also once i feel a little disconnected with my own self i need to have a structure um a little bit of direction to be able to tap into that very state 
of flow rather or creativity this is how it works for me and it has worked for me in the past i think i uh, agree with you here that you know it's a mix and match of being structured and flowing freely so as per how you are feeling in that moment i think you have to give yourself that freedom to either structure it or flow freely like a river absolutely absolutely you have to first feel it to be able to know what it is you know if you if you right. don't if you don't feel it enough you will not know so true so true mm-hmm. all right shikha so um can you tell us a bit more about the uh, the amusement flow and how it helps people connect with their centers and how does does this practice differ from traditional forms of movement and meditation and if you could maybe you know uh, tell us some examples either from your own um, flows or uh, from your students sure okay so i will first tell you what amusement flow is what amusement is first and how did this word develop for me as amusement so like i said that i started working on my own self um from 2017 um where that was a phase where i was very very low in my life um it was a it was a amalgamation of a lot of things coming down to the saturation which was to 2017 where i just couldn't process anything anything in the mind my mind was shut my body was shut already <laughs> from the past 27 years but my mind was now not able to give me any directions it was that bad i couldn't form um even one sentence it was that bad let's say so um in that state while i was in it i felt i asked myself this question as to is there somebody else who can help me or is it just me so the answer that i got was for someone was a no and uh, because i because i couldn't trust anybody around me back then and uh, while i was in that process that do i trust the other person or do i trust me i didn't trust me also but i did have one clarity of trusting my own self just a 0.1% that's it that much clarity i had thankfully so i th- i thought that okay this this 0.1% is good to go good to work with you know and um, that's how i started working on myself that's how i started to find the love back into my dancing the love back into my movement which had disappeared it was nowhere close to me i was really deep into the ground it was just nowhere close to me so it was very very hard to show up for my own self every day very very hard back then but i didn't know any other way so i had to do it i had to do it so that's where i give my gave myself the direction for 
to work for my own self to find to rediscover where that love has gone you see so that's how it started for me while when i say that i started working on my own self then comes 2020 after the lockdown or the lockdown uh, after one or two months only um, i i had a vision i had a vision of a movement movement of a st- of a spine and that vision was flashed four five times inside and i didn't pay really attention to it for the first two or three times but then once i saw it over and over again i thought to myself okay th- this is something i need to pay attention to because i'm seeing it again and again and i couldn't understand what it was because um, i was barebacked my back was bare there were no clothes on it and i could see a back moving this is what the vision was about so i i didn't understand what this is and why am i seeing it over and over again so then one day i decide to put the camera in front of me because it's a it's a movement where i have to face down you know like in a child pose that is where i have to be and uh, in that position the spinal waves are happening this is what is happening in that vision so i can't see myself also while doing it i had to kind of keep the um the camera in front of me so i put on the camera i take off my clothes and i be in that position and i start to move the things that i had seen up here and i'm clueless i'm clueless as to what is happening so i come up i uh, i see the recording now and i have goosebumps you know all, all over because it is exactly what i saw and i couldn't understand what this is why is this not not even what why me you know i started questioning all of these things for me um and but it it felt something else in the body while watching it also while doing it also it just felt something which is not of the world it is it felt like that so once i discovered it i i spent one whole year practicing it exploring with it with the dance that i was trained in which is belly dancing i spent one whole year just into my practice like i was so busy so busy that i can't even explain with with all of those things happening in the world which was which was ugly you know back then so feeling all the pain feeling all that intensity of emotions all around um and then this movement coming into being exploring that doing it over and over again spending time with it for 2 3 hours in a day that led me to an understanding of what and why it has come to me because it took me a while to even honor or to even accept that it has come to me you see because it was so unreal and i am the biggest critic of my own life you know like i would 
question so many things i would see so so many i would criticize me to a level where okay this is something that you don't deserve you know so so it it has been like that and all of this is also stemming from the past experiences that why am i like this so i was still in that zone of um, criticizing my own self and not believing in in the vision that i had got it took me a while to accept it it took me a while to honor it um coming to the understanding of why and what it was doing to me that got me to an understanding that since it's a spinal movement and the initiation of this movement is happening from the base of your spine which is your tailbone which is connected to your pelvic floor and that is where your center is which connects you to below your below your navel that's the part that you are connected to and that is where the initiation happens of that movement of the spine movement that i am talking about and uh, if that initiation happens in the right way you will find a balance that goes up that transverse up in the wave if that initiation is somewhere in between you might not feel it as much as you go up so when i say that it connects better with your center this is what i mean that the more you explore it the more you are into it you will find that balance of your own center which is going to shift the alignment of your own self and your own structure which is going to be very different from mine and yours you see so for me it's going to be different for you it's going to be different so i can't possibly tell you that you have to hold in this certain position but what if that certain position isn't very comfortable for you but i tell you that you have to hold it here because that's your center no i can't do that you might injure yourself after a while how long can your body take it it won't be long so that's what i discovered that the range might differ the control might differ all of these things that will will differ because we have different bodies because we have different body structures but at the same time our experiences can be same you know it doesn't have to you don't have to go in my range you have to stick to your range and how will you stick to your range and control once you figure out what it is for you and once you figure out your range and control aspect from the pelvic floor it is going to shift you to a very sweet spot where your body is going to feel comfortable and move in a way which feels amazing and full of comfort doesn't have to be challenging so this is what i mean by saying that um, that this is how it connects you to your center to explore that you need time you need to give yourself patience to be able to figure that out because having said that i have been practicing belly dancing for over 10 years now and and belly dancing is again using your pelvic floor 
mostly it's it's all about that but no nobody told me all of these things that i'm telling you right now i have trained from so many national and international teachers but nobody came across in this sense um the way the understanding developed after the spine movement came to me so belly dancing per se like now if i have to teach somebody belly dancing it's even better because of this understanding earlier while i was doing everything now when i when i got the spine movement and now when i do the same things it all feels new it is that shift that i experienced like i've been doing the same movement for 10 years and then i do the same movement with a different understanding it feels new it feels oh my god why was i not doing this why didn't i experience this so everything is based on experiencing it not the visual it might look the same it might look the same but it might not feel the same that is the difference so 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 this is what amusement flow did to me this is what the spine movement did to me in my understanding and why amusement is because as i said that in 2017 is is where i shifted my approach to my own self so i became my own muse to work on as a subject and that's why it's called the amusement flow and while i was exploring and working on myself there were many many practices and there were many many tools that came into my practice to me again not read not through somebody else but from somewhere some other source probably where the vision vision had come from um that got me into a very very meditative state where there there would be days where i would just be chanting there would be days where i would just be um doing one movement over and over again and that repetition put me into a state of hypnosis and um and that led to a very very different experience so just stating the two as an example uh, of my practices so so this is how the amusement flow has developed and that flow is a state that's why it's a flow so through through those practices through those tools you need to tap into a state which is the state of flow which requires time which requires just um feeling a lot of things and letting it come out because in this whole process there were many many days where i was just sitting and crying you see <laughs> there were many many days where i was just reflecting and journaling many many days to understand and to untangle my own self and to understand okay this is how it used to be and this is how it's shifting for me um so this is the kind of um, as an example the kind of state that i tap into for my own self and uh, i think it's been 2 to 3 years that i have been um providing and offering it to the world like that um in private sessions or in group set- settings uh in retreat formats 
So um, I offer these uh, amusement flow sessions in those formats as well. Um, yeah, so it's it's amazing. It it fulfills me to a level which is very very different from what I I have been experiencing in the past ten years with 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 belly dancing. All right, Shika. Um, so um, from my understanding, from what you just said, so this vision, it really helped you connect with who you. which was possibly you know missing all these years you were doing all of these things and maybe they were like you were there but you were not there maybe they were a bit superficial in the sense that you were doing it but the 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 connection feel that was not there and maybe yeah this is what you really needed and you just you know it presented itself to you that okay you know you have uh, given a lot to this now this is the direction that you need to flow in Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a gift that I received, um, and receiving coming to this very aspect, receiving was very hard, because uh, I am very much, as I said, very critical and conditioned to not receive anything as a woman. So, <laughs> so tapping into the femininity. embracing the femininity um uh, because the the few videos that i do is something that doesn't have clothes in the back you, you know uh, it's it's bare back so to yeah. be able to project that i have to have to have to tap into the vulnerable state that i am i have to tap into the the consequences that come all together by being naked from the top let's say so yeah all these things are are attached to what i do which makes me very very vulnerable and very very guarded at the same time because for the longest time i have been a person where i was told not to be too sexy not to be too um showy you know even though i was doing belly dancing like this was the contrast i was in a very very toxic uh, environment um where we were doing all of those things pursuing all of those things yet told not to be too much you see mm. so, toxic so and the the sad part is or the surprising part is that i never thought of being too much i never thought of being just too being you i never thought yeah. i never put that intention into any of the things that i created it was right. just reflecting on its own and i thought it was a problem i was mm. made think it was a problem oh right. my god that's another whole story altogether but once i got into this very aspect of amusement flow and um, having the bare back everything just didn't make sense that i was told not to do you know <laughs> because right now also i'm not doing all of those things for somebody else i'm not being too much for somebody else i can be way more in my own being than just too much too much is just nothing you see and all of those things took me into my power which is my femininity 
you know it might be different for everybody but to embrace that part that i have been probably hiding or telling myself that it's wrong there's something wrong with that part was a task to take give it off all away you know to let it all go and say okay this is who i am <laughs> i was that also but i was hiding it because i thought it was a problem now this is this has come through a vision which is telling me to be this <laughs> you know at the same time i am not projecting for attention you see that's the difference between the too much and you can be way more you see so so this is what i realized yeah. over time through amusement flow to tap into the femininity and to embrace it because as women we are told that ah this is right. nothing to hide it right so yeah it was about breaking the walls that the society had created and breaking the walls that you had created hmm. so i think this is what the process has been about and yeah i really hope that through this episode um, our listeners our audience are also able to understand that you know you have to you have to break the walls and not just the societal walls but the walls even that we create because we um are sort of you know put in a people try to put you in your place what is that place and who uh, who is anybody else to define that so yeah just you know all you have to do is break all the walls and just create your space exactly you need to give yourself the space to be who you are that is where the freedom lies and if you don't give yourself the space if you keep possessing things or possessing that very space your own being then it's not freedom at all and then you'll you'll keep searching for freedom somewhere else because it's not somewhere else it's not outside at all you will always feel possessed or some other xyz manipulations coming from outside than freedom it's it's you give you giving your own self the space to feel that freedom because now you are giving it to yourself so true shikha so shikha as a woman in the creative industry what challenges have you faced i uh, i know that you have mentioned a few things uh, in the past few minutes and uh, but if you could maybe you know tell us a bit more about that and how did you overcome all of those and uh, how do you use creativity to empower yourself and other women maybe if you could emphasize a little more on that part and yeah help our listeners understand that hmm okay about the challenges first now challenges have been every second every moment that i have faced doing it belly dancing doing it uh, as a choice of mural artist um or let's say amusement <laughs> that's the biggest one <laughs> so the choices that i have made um they have all been challenging and they have all been very hard for my you know family to accept because i'm a woman and um, nobody in my family have made such choices let's say uh, 
so it's it's very unusual for them to also experience that what is she doing <laughs> you know why is she doing this i mean with the kind of art that she has she can also do a 9 to 5 job you know she she can be a graphic designer in an art agency let's say you know she can also do something else which the world is also doing you know most in the most part but when i i tried i tried to work <laughs> but it didn't work for me i tried to do a desk job but it didn't work for me i was so depleted i was so bored i was so all of those things that i i just ran <laughs> i just ran from that space it was very unethical for me to do that without informing them <laughs> leaving the space but um, i was what 21 22 back then this is this is how where i tried and then suddenly uh, from college i've met few good people where we decided to form like a group uh, for wall art and we were getting projects like good projects we were getting at the same time so shifting that canvas from a paper to a wall was a very liberating experience you know i mean i was doing the same thing on a on a say paper but when it the entire canvas shifted all my um mixed media aspect came in being because then there were many more things that was possible you know it felt like that and i enjoyed it i really really enjoyed painting walls um than just a paper you know not that i don't do it now i i still do it on on papers on on tabs here and there but just as an experience uh, of painting on walls has been very very liberating for me so when i chose to do this for 5 6 years of my life i had to fight for it because i was not allowed to do it i i had to fight my way through um it because there were the timings were so odd of painting balls mostly it 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 involved so much of travel it involved so much of um, late nights or overnights you know because the, i was painting balls in cafes and hostels um which were rather newly made or uh, were working where you know you can only work when there are no people around so so i had to fight for that and then came the belly dance where to continue it again i had to fight it to continue it because after the very first class only i had i had thought about that oh my god this is something that i need to do not for taking it professionally somewhere but for now in this moment i need it you know like that and each date felt like that till now it feels like that so so this is what i realized with belly dancing and then i wanted to continue it and to be able to continue it i had to fight again because i was not earning back then and it was my parents who were paying paying for my fees of training of classes so i had to do that too 
uh, and then one fine day when i say that you know the dance has come to me on its own one fine day i had realized that okay because my parents were just not agreeing ki ye to nahi karoge tum ye continue nahi karoge tum so uh, i i made peace with it they were just not agreeing agreeing to the very fact and then i thought once i start earning i will get back to it i'll get back to my training this is how i made my peace with it now i uh, go and attend one demo class which was happening very near to my place and then i thought that okay this is my last class and now i will only get be able to get back once i am start once i start to earn now in that class there was an instructor where where she came to me and then she said are you coming like she recognized me because i had done the classes with her i had done a show with her everything so she recognized me and everything and i used to really like her you know <laughs> she was very influential too at the same time um so i was like i just said no my parents are not agreeing i'm not coming i was very disappointed everything and then she's and then i just um, put it like forward like that you know you, maybe you can talk to them that's it <laughs> just just like a very kid kidish thing maybe you can talk to them <laughs> because because why i also said that is because my parents were coming to pick me up and we had to go somewhere you know that was also like a timing that happened <laughs> uh, where they might they might have met my mother too and then she's like yeah yeah why not i'll, I'll talk to her <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> and then um, my mother comes, and then they are having a chat. And one line she says, "My mother agrees." I'm like, nice. I've been this for weeks. You need an influential person to be able to convince you every time. My God, that was I mean that was bizarre, but it worked in favor of me. So this is yeah. how I'm able to continue it and not have a gap in between. so i was like that day felt like magic you know i was like wow <laughs> it's possible you know where just when i had thought that i have to leave it 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 opened its door to me on its own and then i was like yes i was so happy i was so happy ki ye possible ho gaya hai so this is how i was able to continue it because an influential person told my mother or my parents as to she should do this <laughs> it parents you know it's very funny in my head so they uh, understood what she said but not what you were saying exactly exactly like doesn't make sense but still makes sense because yeah their parents yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is how it happened so this is one of the major challenges that i faced to continue it you know and then while i was in it for say 3 4 years now then i was doing shows i was doing um other corporate shows let's say other events um the shows of the very school that i was working in now so while doing that there were challenges of costuming because you need to wear a bra and a skirt you know your costume needs to be a little showy of your belly you see um so i still remember that there was one costume trial which was happening where i was uh, we were deciding as to 
how we need to make our costumes basically so there was a bra that was involved and there was a skirt now coming to the terms of the slit in the skirt now the slit comes on the side where your so that your leg is visible you know so we were deciding the length of the slit and um, personally we wanted like a higher length because then it's it's more flowy then there is more space and everything attached to it but then at the same time there was a thought that passed my head saying that yaar my parents are going to be coming to watch the show and then and then i'm like uh thodi na thodi niche kar lete hain so so all of these things you have to keep in mind acha parents are going to come to watch the show this is how you will be wearing so you you have to find a kind of midway and sometimes you can't even find that midway for a lot of things because this is what you what is required for what you do you know so challenging in clothing and then while you're doing events the people who hire you for the events are not always coming from a good intention so you have to be very very guarded there you see so that's a another level of challenge as to who is that company or the person who is approaching for belly dancers let's say you see so that challenge and uh, when i started in 2012 belly dancing was not as much in terms of talking or shown on t on television like it is right now so it was more of a hush hush situation back then still so i still remember my parents would be hesitant of uh, telling anybody that i do belly dancing you see because it was more hush hush back then and uh, i think they are still <laughs> in that zone for for most reasons because there are other things attached to belly dancing other than just this and um, so having the challenge of event people not coming with good intentions to hire us um that's another one and and then you know once they once the other person so if you're introducing yourself to somebody you add belly dancing to it as your professional dance form the entire intention changes as you're talking as you're speaking with that person as who's who's taking your introduction so and and that shift is so much visible because now you're in this glamorous um zone for that person that oh it's it's all body then now you know so so that's another challenge for whenever you have to introduce yourself to somebody you have to be very careful who you are introducing to a and then um what you are mentioning and then see what comes across their eyes you know coming to the body aspect that's a huge huge altogether different challenge because the kind of clothes you are uh, wearing is needs a, a certain type of skin show now as you're showing your skin some bodies might be heavy some might not be heavy so body shaming is one of the biggest one that is attached to your belly dance you see so that's that's 
that that is something that i've seen so much so much happening in front of my eyes uh because not everybody is comfortable with their bodies and then on top of it you make them realize that this is something not looking nice or you know this part is something which is very heavy say anything any crap thing they are going to be affected because they know and they've told they've been told this so many times so it's very hard for people to get themselves to that surface from all the shame from all the guilt that they've had in terms of body in terms of let's say from families because i've had so many students coming in um telling me that you know my parents don't know that i belly dance that i have joined classes so i have heard so many stories that how they don't support and i completely understand so these are many many different challenges that are attached to the very dance form that i do and um, and it's it's not it's not very pretty or glamorous like we look on stage that we have to project on stage um but regardless we choose this because it's something that's feeding our soul you know and if people think that we don't know what they're thinking they're mistaken they're mistaken <laughs> because in my experience i can say speak for myself in my experience i've been seeing bodies moving for a lot of times like it's been a while you know and and i've and the bodies speak for itself what kind of experiences they are coming from it is something once you start moving you just cannot lie you just cannot hide that language of the body because it will show everything that it remembers in its experience unless you've dealt with it unless you've worked for it you see so everything is going to come on on the surface because while you're moving there's too many things that goes around and then either you're here or you're just in your body you see so it's very hard to not show it's very very hard to not show and uh, it's a very vulnerable space once you start moving once you start dancing it's a vulnerable space that you create for yourself because now you're giving space for your body to move earlier you were ne you've never given that space and the more it moves the more it shakes the more you breathe the more things come out than staying inside so this is how it flows all together this is why movement per se is very important for me it and movement of any kind doesn't have to be just dance any kind this is how it shifts inside so this is about few challenges that i have uh, faced over time and i still do it's not like it's gone it's uh, it's always there you always have to be guarded you always have to, because there's nobody else to protect you it's just you one wrong decision and you end up in shit intentions of people you see because this is how it's looked for the longest time this is how it, they have 
spoken about it for the longest time and itemized women to to a level which is so shitty it is so shitty it's a very vulnerable space to be in and if you choose this you know what all things that are attached to it, to around to being around this space because it's hard to survive sometimes you know and another another one more major aspect of um, a challenge here is the money you don't earn like somebody um earning in a desk job let's say having a desk job or a fixed salary that's coming to your bank account so that's another aspect where you have to struggle uh to get projects you have to struggle to have or teach people like that gather people gather events all of these things so so this is another factor that is attached to the very challenge which is money yeah absolutely so there are a lot of challenges that do come your way but the only way is to just keep acknowledging them and keep finding a way to okay all right you are there i recognize you i see you but i am going to get past you right you have to build that awareness and that only happens through experiences right there is no other way there is no other way you have to experience to deal better the next time to to find a better job next time rather you see so that's the only way and uh, it's it's all about how you develop that awareness if you don't have that awareness then yes people are going to take take advantage of you it is going to be there because you're putting yourself out there like that and it's very difficult to recover from after you've put out put yourself out there it's difficult to recover in that time frame because then it's it's all out there you know so yes you have to build that awareness um and you have to work for that awareness so that you know because it's your body which is involved it's it's everything of your own that is involved it's not a laptop that you are giving to somebody to work on no it's not a phone that you can use it is not that it's your physical body where there is your mental emotional every state that's present and once it gets messed up all of these things are going to messed up be be affected to all together not like just mentally or not just physically everything goes for a toss together you see so you have to build that awareness and i was not very um in my experience it was it came to me a lot later this awareness in my experience so that's why i say that if you are choosing something like this you have to have to build this awareness of not throwing yourself everywhere not taking every um, opportunity that comes your way you have to choose very wisely as to what you what you need in that moment and what are you getting from that moment moment because a lot of times the the change exchange of energy isn't 
balanced a lot of times in our jobs because a like i said we are mostly um we are under um under paid underpaid so so yeah uh, you have to like this is for the young people who are listening probably you have to have to have to build this awareness and if your teacher doesn't tell you this in an early stage you're going to figure it out on a, in a later stage like me <laughs> yeah well shika you have already answered the question that i was coming up to and that was yet that you know if you could give any advice and you have already i think given the best of it all so uh, lastly i would like to thank you for being a part of this and sharing your story and sharing all the challenges because you know i think you have created a lot of awareness through this episode which i am sure a lot of people don't really come across because you know uh people like to hold back a lot of things and you have just basically you know shared it all so i have to thank you so much that you know thank you for being so honest and thank you for sharing everything that you could i am sure this pleasure. is going to be helpful to a lot of people it's my pleasure it's my pleasure like you know the moment i get a chance to um tell you something that you're on the journey and you might experience i i am the first one <laughs> i'm the first yeah. one you need to know this you know it might not you might not apply it but you need to know this you know you might yeah. face it you might uh, come across such a thing because um this is something that i didn't get it back in my yeah. journey and i make sure to my students who are with me i make sure how to develop on yeah. these different different things that are attached not that you have to somebody has to take this professionally no even if you are coming for one class as an experience you need to know what that experience is for yourself what has it done to you you know and what the dance right. can do for you right. absolutely shika lastly can you share your uh, can you let the audience know where they can get in touch with you if they want to uh do some online or offline session and what is the best way to contact you so the best way to contact me is through my social media which is uh, shikha_thakur that's the hand that's my main handle and that's where i take um, all the projects mostly all the projects from apart from my number or my email uh, so best way is uh, to get in contact with me through my social media and then we can take it forward on a mail from there once i get in touch with you for my classes all right shikha thank you so much for taking out time for this and hopefully i will possibly you know jump in on one of your workshops or one of your classes and be a part of this movement i would yes. love to yes <laughs> you're most welcome i yes <laughs> yes i think i definitely do want to experience everything that you just said and yes i will be doing that very soon thank you so much for having me thank you shikha so thank you so much Thank you for bringing in grit and grace to this episode. It was my pleasure, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right guys, so thank you for joining us for this episode and remember just like our guest, we can all use grit and grace to achieve our goals and make a positive impact on this world.
So hopefully we will see you in the next episode episode as well where will be where will where we will be featuring oh, <laughs> where we will be featuring uh, another inspiring woman and who will be br bringing grit and grace to the series that we are working on this month of march shruti outcloud welcomes all stories it can be a brand it can be an organization or it can be a person the only thing common would be passion for life please subscribe to this podcast on spotify google podcast apple podcast amazon music gana podcast and every other platform where you can hear this please leave a review as that helps my podcast to grow thank you once again see you for the next episode bye